Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Soul Beauty Chat podcast. So today I want to talk about something that I posted on my Instagram recently. I've been posting my skating journey, roller skating. I started roller skating earlier this year. Um, Actually, let me rewind. I had already known how to do the basics of, you know, standing on skates and kind of just, you know, skating around kind of like a robot. (laughs) Um, I didn't like grow up skating or anything. I very much just would go skating every once in a while as a kid. And then um, I would go as an adult when, you know, if it was like someone's birthday, like a little kid's birthday party or something like that. So it was not a big part of my life until (laughs) I moved from LA and I, and this was during, well, we're still in COVID season, but California was still in lockdown, I'll say, in a lot of ways. So skating rinks weren't even open. Um, But when I moved, you know, things were a bit more open and I was like, wow, I can go to a skating rink. This is exciting. And I don't really know what prompted me to want to go skating, but I just felt this really strong desire of like, I want to learn how to roller skate. I really want to learn how to roller skate. And I remember I went to the rink a few times and I felt like the inner child in me was just present. She was there. Okay. She was full force. And I felt this way several times in the past when I would go skating with like my niece or like I said, for little kids' birthday parties, I would feel so free. You know, I would feel so free, almost like cranes in the sky, Solange, don't touch my hair. Like I just felt like this essence of this beautiful childlike wonder. And it was so playful. And I felt like I was connecting with like this younger version of me that didn't explore that as a kid. Or I did actually, I just thought of a very deep memory um, of when I was younger and I was roller skating and I had like almost gotten run over by a car. I won't go in full depth of that story, but it was pretty scary. And I remember I was probably like eight or nine. And that was the moment when I like stopped skating as a kid. But before then I loved it, you know? So yeah, I feel like, you know, as an adult, when I revisited, I felt this just, I felt connected to that version of myself that had decided I'm not doing that because it's not safe. I'm not doing that because it's risky. And I begin to go pretty often and then I signed up for a few lessons and I was like, okay, I'm committed to this thing. I want to do this. So that was in like December, November, December of last year. And then in March of this year, I finally ordered some roller skates. So I ordered my roller skates from a very (laughs) sketchy, Amazon seller that my roller skates are not the best. I'm still a little jaded about it. I'm not going to lie because I was swindled. However, they serve the purpose for right now. And I ordered these skates. I get them. I'm so excited. I'm so, so excited. I'm telling everybody my skates are coming. I can't wait for my skates to come. Hyped, right? My skates finally get here. The first day I get them, I go up to the parking deck and I'm like, okay, let me test it out. 
very unstable, very rocky. And I'm like, I don't know if these skates are meant for this type of like ground. So I'm like, okay, let me try a part. So I go to like this trail. I remember like I had just dropped my friend off at the airport and I was driving back and I had my skates in the trunk because <laughs> if, you, if you're about the skate life, you know, the skates are always in the trunk. And I'm, I'm driving and I see a park and I'm like, you know what? Let me just pull over and go test this out. So I have all my gear, my actually, no. Yeah, I did have my gear, but for whatever reason, I didn't put it on that day. Like I had just got it and I think I was still dealing with like, I don't want to look like, you know, have all this gear on, all these pads and knee pads and stuff like very close minded. Like if you are skating or doing anything that requires gear, wear the gear. So I go to the park, I pull up, I don't put on a knee pad, a wrist guard, anything. And I'm on this trail in the park. I'm, you know, just kind of trying to find my bearings, skating up and down this trail. And it's like a very slight hill, right? It's a very slight hill, nothing major. So at first I'm just going up and then coming down and trying to get comfortable. And it was just uncomfortable. It was very rocky. So I'm like, all right. And then for whatever reason, I started to get comfortable and I started to get a little too comfortable. And I decided instead of going up and then stopping at the bench, I was going to ride all the way down this little trail and just see how it goes. Mind you, I didn't know how to stop. I didn't know anything about skating yet, like really about skating. I was risking it all. I was choosing violence that day. So... I start coming down this little hill. Next thing you know, I'm building momentum and I'm like, oh, this is going to be bad because I don't know how to stop and I'm going very, very fast. So I could either go straight or I could turn to the right. I decide to turn to the right. I see this huge open patch of grass and I'm like, all right, I'm going to just aim for the grass because this pavement, it ain't it. So I aim for the grass, fall in the grass, do a little tumble, scrape up my knee. Everything's fine, right? That was my first week of skating. I'll probably say the following week after that, I signed up for lessons um, and with a like a, a private instructor, and I started taking a few lessons here or there. And depending on when you're listening to this, you can actually, actually, well, regardless of when you're listening to it, you can go to my Instagram and actually see, I have a story that says skating. And if you look, you can see like a timeline of those first couple of days when I started and I have the video when I was skating with him, right? And this was in like either the end of March or April. And today or yesterday, rather, I am at the tennis court because that, hello, that is where you go if you have a certain kind of skates, the kind of skates that I have, which are cheap and not the best quality. The wheels are not made for outside, for real. <laughs> so tennis courts, they're smooth. They usually don't have a lot of debris on them. And honestly, nobody uses tennis courts for whatever reason. So I pull up to the tennis court yesterday and I'm practicing, I'm skating and I, I hadn't been skating in probably like the last few weeks. And I'm just like, again, feeling that energy, feeling that free flow, carefree vibe. And I start doing things that I've never done before. I've been practicing going backwards for the last probably like month at this point. And it's always been a struggle. And I've been like, you know, at first I was very scared. And then it went from being very scared to like, I was doing it, but I didn't have any type of like, you know, swag or sauce. It was just like robotic because I was still scared. 
And I look back at the videos and I'm like, I'm turning, you know, I'm going backwards. I'm turning sideways. I got a little swag to it. You know, I'm adding my arms into it, lifting my arms up. And I was just like, the progress, the progress is so amazing to me because this was only about five months ago when I started. And to see the progress and also to think about all of the moments where I've actually been thinking about creating a page just for my skating journey because I want to document it in more detail. But like, I've had so many days where I was like, I feel like I'm not progressing. I feel like I'm stagnant. I feel like maybe I need to get new skates or maybe I need to sign up for lessons with an instructor. And I probably will continue with doing those things. But the progress that was made by deciding to stick with something in just five months is huge. The difference is huge. And I'm sharing the story because I want to encourage you to think about what are those things or that thing that you've been putting off in your mind, you've been interested in, you've been curious about in your life? Uh, I don't know. Or maybe I'll get started once I do this. Or maybe I'll get started after this, right? You keep putting it off. But you haven't made any effort towards doing it yet. What is that one thing? Just bring that to mind for a second. And I want you to imagine, even close your eyes if, you're, if you can, where would you be if you started five months ago? Where would you be in that project or that idea or that business or that degree or whatever it is? Where would you be if you decided five months ago to get started, what could you have accomplished? What progress could you have made? And as you reflect on that, if you can, I encourage you to actually just write that down, write down what came to mind for you. Write down what you see. And if your eyes are closed, if you can close your eyes rather, just take a few deep breaths with me. In through the nose. Out through the mouth. And... Ask yourself, where would you be if you decided to start today? If you started today, where would you be in December or next year at this time? Because you can't go back. You can't go back and and rewrite time and history and decide to do it in April. But you can decide to do it now. You can decide to start that thing now whether it's a hobby or project or business idea. Whatever it is, you can start now and just imagine what your life might look like a year from now if you started today. Taking another deep breath in through your nose, out through your mouth. 
And after you do that little exercise, I would love to know what that thing is. I would love to know what came to mind for you. And if you want to share, if you're listening on Anchor, you can actually send me a voice memo and I can listen to it and I can hear your thoughts. You can also head over to my Instagram if you are interested and you can send me a DM there if you would like. But I would love to hear your thoughts and hear what came up for you. So as always, I thank you so much for being with me today, for listening. Share this with a friend. Share this with somebody that you know is procrastinating on that thing they want to do. (laughs) I just thought about, I feel like that guy from that commercial, is it DeVry or something, some college where he's like, get up off the couch. What you waiting for? Go to the site right now. He's like in a parking lot. It's like super random. That's how I feel right now. That's that's imagine him talking to you right now. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google it. <laughs> Go on YouTube. <laughs> but I hope that this episode um, brought some joy to your day. If nothing else, a laugh because I'm silly. And yeah, I hope to to hear from you. And I hope you join me for the next episode. I will talk to you very soon. Before we get any further into this episode, I want to share with you a resource that I've been using called Faithful Counseling. Faithful Counseling is a solution for people seeking traditional mental health counseling who would prefer hearing from the perspective of a Christian. If you are seeking a mental health professional who is a practicing Christian, Faithful Counseling may be a great option for you. I'm going to share a few details about this app in case you're interested in checking it out. One of the best things is that you can start communicating in under 24 hours. This is not a crisis line and is not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online with real therapists. One of the best things also is that there is a broad range of expertise and faithful counseling's counselors network, which may not be locally available in some areas. However, the service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account at any time and send a message to your counselor. And you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room, as with traditional therapy. Faithful Counseling is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change your counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available for those who need assistance. Faithful Counseling wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read some of their testimonials that are posted daily, or you can listen to my personal review that I shared a few years ago, I think, maybe like a year or so ago, um, before this collaboration came about, and you can learn about my personal experience. If you're interested in signing up and joining over half a million people who are taking charge of their mental health with the help of a professional, uh, use my link, getfaithful.com slash soulbeauty. Again, if you're interested in taking charge of your mental health, use my link, getfaithful.com slash soulbeauty. By using my link, you will get 10% off your first month of sessions. And again, that's getfaithful.com slash soul beauty. Back to the episode.
Thank you.